0: Name of that podcast? Anybody gonna look at the post? Uh, take the names of everybody here for questioning. Uh, I gotta get uh, inside. Hello, I'm Joe. I'm Dan. I'm Andrew. And I'm Dan. We are the Rewinders Podcast, rewinding and rebooting movies to see if they hold up. And this time, we took off our clothes and we got into the naked gun. I don't know about you guys, but I thought that was part of the the process, that that we could not watch this clothes, clothes, the duh. duh. I, I mean, I see where you're
1: coming from but I, I did not watch it in the nude I, I apologize, nah, I, I, I probably didn't get the same feelings that you got for this movie then. I
2: mean, I wasn't wearing pants so does that count? I'll take it Okay, good. can
3: <laughs> I was mostly clothed both times You guys
0: missed out
2: I, I This movie makes me makes me want to buy more breakaway clothes <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> if they stay on that well when you want them to stay on and they come off that easy when you want them to come off. Yeah. Hell yeah. So Yes. How do we yeah. start the show again? Oh,
2: it's you know, it's oh, been so long. Well, yeah, is, all right. This Histories. is the witty banter Histories. part, Ken. <laughs> uh
0: I had one of those
3: once.
2: <laughs> and then what
0: happened to it? Yeah. we are our own worst critic, Ken.
3: You guys are great.
0: Well, I'm going to encourage <laughs> you, because I want your witty banter. Oh
3: boy, that's pressure.
0: So let's start off with you, Ken. Maybe I should
3: add one more cup of joe. What
0: was your first experience with this movie?
3: Well, let me tell you, my first experience, let me think about this for a little bit. Back when I was a kid, I used to go visit my one of my grandmas quite often, and she had this VHS on her bookshelf, and uh, that was my experience. Experience with the movie for the longest time, for the longest and then time. I did once see, Ooh. I did once see the uh, oversized <laughs> condom scene, and I thought it was very funny. And I wanted to watch the whole movie, and I thought it was two and a half. I tried watching two and a half, and that was not hitting me in the right spot in that time. And ultimately, this is what ha- happened: why I missed so many movies like the *Airplane* and this movie, and. All the fun parody movies is I I just catch bits and pieces and think that, oh, these are just big, stupid romps. Especially back then, I was a little bit more full of myself, so I go, yeah, I'm too good for that. I'll go watch an actual movie that's actually good. I'll go watch Fight Club or Office Space, which are good movies, but the amount of times I watch those movies is ridiculous. Considering that I could have watched gold like this as well. Anyway, I didn't watch it until just two weeks ago, and it's full, and I have good feelings towards this movie.
2: Now see, I've never seen Naked Gun. What? I love I love Leslie Nielsen as a comedic actor, and I watched the shit out of Airplane, <laughs> but I had never taken the time to sit down and watch The Naked Gun. Or Naked Gun. Is it The Naked Gun, or is it just Naked Gun?
1: The, the Naked Gun.
2: The Naked Gun.
3: The Naked Gun from the Files of the Police Squad.
2: Which, brief history,
1: in case you guys didn't know, was in... I want to say eight episode series on ABC back in the 80s. The problem with it is, I shit you not, it was canceled because no matter how funny it was and how much people enjoyed it, the president at the time of ABC saw it once and I shit you not, his explanation for getting it canceled was police squad was canceled because the viewer had to watch it in order to appreciate it.
2: Wait. <laughs> <laughs> hold, hold They were obsessed. Up.
1: They were obsessed. They were obsessed with syndication at the time, and shows that could just basically be left on in the background. So the fact that you had to actually watch the show to get the jokes, they canceled the show after only its first few episode
2: runs. Greedy bastards. Know, they ruined something it's, perfect. That's so good. Oh!
3: Now, I wonder if <laughs> Oh, that there's show...
2: so many explicatives, but I don't want to ruin... I don't I want really to ruin want,
3: the want to know if that show would have been... Uh syndicatable like if it was would be a story or all individual uh, stories I
1: oh and I, I take it back it was six episodes i just had to check for myself but yeah i uh i've always been very very angry about that fact and it always made me laugh because it's just the most nonsensical reason to cancel a show
0: it reminds me of my time in tv as well we would make something that was good and then the I, i'll just say the sales people would come back with. Well, this doesn't work as well if cuz we have to think about it this way. It's going to be a mom with the TV on. She'll be vacuuming and holding a crying baby. Does she understand how this uh understand how this commercial what its message is if she's dealing with all that? I mean, eventually they stopped saying that to my the guy I worked with and I because we would just Tell them that they're being horribly sexist, but that was very much an ideal in TV, that you had all these distractions, can you still understand what's going on? And it shakes my head, because there's a lot of good stuff that gets shoved aside for that mantra,
1: still. Yeah, I mean, this is a prime example, absolutely prime example. (laughs) So Dan just got around to watching it.
3: How about you, Andrew? Any history with this here movie? Yeah.
1: Uh this was like Slumber Party Gold. Uh <laughs> for sleepovers, it was always Airplane, the naked gun, hot shots, hot shots part two. Like just this this whole selection of films, things like that. Yeah, it was it was the legendary go to. Thought it was the most hysterical movie of all time. Just you knew you were gonna have laughs, you knew you were gonna have a good time with your friends if you threw this or airplane in. Especially if somebody hadn't seen it.
0: So you guys would just sit around braid each other's hair, do each other's nails and watch The Naked Gun. Exactly, exactly.
1: <laughs> Can't think of a better night.
0: I started watching this uh I would say series because my father had an interest in these films cuz he had watched other Zucker brother movies and at this point in time even though I was younger and slapstick kind of was You know, it's designed for younger, more... uh, I don't want to say kid-like, because (laughs) slapstick works for adults, too. But it should have worked for me as a kid, but somehow I got burnt out on slapstick. And uh, more of the style of humor that this uh, the Zucker Brothers basically work in. And I ignored most of their work and these movies for the most part when i was younger because it wasn't as funny to me as a child i you know
3: it's so weird isn't it and now
0: i come back and i'm like oh i chuckle at at almost everything because i'm like i don't care anymore i have no higher sense of yeah if i should or should not like something I don't care. I get, I get
1: where you're coming from on that, Joe. Honestly, if I had to explain how I feel towards these movies, I started watching three. That was the first one I saw. Then I saw two. I didn't actually see one until maybe about five, six years ago. They were a huge staple, like I said. I love them. They made me laugh as a kid into my adolescence. But then sometime around like the end of middle school into high school, maybe, that's kind of when I shed watching these types of movies because it's just like, ah. Eh. I've had my time with him I had my laughs but going back and watching The Naked Gun I was full on roaring belly laugh throughout the entire thing. So many jokes that I just completely forgot about so many things that just landed and like you said I just don't give a crap anymore because the movie is genuinely funny.
0: And I'm saying that I kind of shied away from these things because I didn't find slapstick humorous. Now keep in mind I was in probably the third grade when this came out. <laughs> <laughs> what, you mean you weren't going to the theater and watching this? <laughs> no, it would it'd be when my father would bring it home from O'Connell Foods or wherever he rented the, his movies from at that time. Maybe the Red Owl was renting. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Ah, uh, the that's Red Owl. That's a name Owl. I haven't heard in a while. Oh, that's good. So, we all watched the trailer this week, right? Yes. Correct. Yes, this time yep. I did. I hate... Hated it so much.
2: Yep, I watched it. I hated it.
1: Hey, same here, Dan! <laughs> High five! Yes!
2: <laughs> it it. So why'd you hate it, Dan? It gave away so many good jokes. Just gave yeah, them away. Like, you yes didn't did. even have to sit and watch the movie. It's just scratching the surface.
1: I would agree 50-50 on that. For me, the tone was off. If anything, the trailer was too damn serious, whereas the movie... It has a completely different feel from the get-go. I, I see what you're like, saying. I, I, I'll give you that. That's like, true. I don't understand. I don't know if it was the music. I don't know if it, how it was cut specifically for the trailer. But even though I was watching the same jokes that are in the movie, the trailer didn't make me laugh, but the movie made me laugh. So I don't understand where the disconnect is between the two.
3: <laughs> it very well could be because you were already in the mood to laugh while you're watching the movie, not necessarily with the trailer. And what the movie does so well is that it will set up a joke it'll set up a thing and then it will pay off later That's there's true. so many things where it's setting up a prop it sets up a fish a hurry uh, word a now pin, and then just lets that breathe for 5 minutes
0: cuz you know something's going to yep. happen between the two items
1: yeah exactly or or shit probably my favorite my favorite slow bake joke in the whole thing is is probably when he comes out and does the operatic or Comes out as the fake operatic guy, sings the national anthem poorly, and then later, like 15 minutes later, everybody's screaming, Oh my god, it's what? Yeah, (laughs) he saved the queen. Yeah, it's it's, instead of Frank Drebin, that was (laughs) such a good slow burn. (laughs) Yes, but anyways, yeah, yeah, I, I get that. That's that's definitely true. There's a lot of jokes that get set up so rapid paced in this that if you're not paying attention to it and you miss it yeah it, it's it's not going to translate well into a what two minute trailer to try to sell the movie
0: i appreciated what they tried to do in the whole here's a serious narration over the top of this silly silly movie you know saying it was so big they had to make it in color oh
3: okay. so yeah that was really funny <laughs> it was okay in the trailer is like what
0: it did make me go huh
3: it's so confusing we already had movies in color, all of them.
0: But I, yeah, at the same time, they did give away some of what are the cornerstone jokes of the movie in that trailer. Like, nice beaver. Why? Why give it away in the trailer? That was was a big one to give away. That that, was huge.
2: That was the reason why I don't like that trailer is because they they just dumped such a joke.
0: Well, that and the ending, you know... The yep. very ending, for they sure. They give away what exactly is going to happen in the last 10 minutes, which is yep. kind... I mean, the, I get it. The last 10
3: seconds. Uh,
0: that baseball player was famous, so you want to get him in the trailer to pull in people, but eh, mask it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: pretty rough. I will say pleasantly, though, it didn't give away my favorite series of jokes, and that would be all the car gags. <laughs> So I'm happy it didn't ruin those.
3: <laughs> the ones where Leslie Nielsen is a terrible driver, or the one where terrible the very intro sequence. All,
1: all the terrible driver scenes. That for me is why the Naked Gun one works so much better than two and three because I don't remember anything like that in two and three. The terrible driver jokes just sprinkled in are hysterical for me.
3: So now I gotta, I have to go back and watch and pay attention. He at near the end of the movie when he's trying to talk to uh what's her name yes janet was it i don't know um, my i was trying to read my notes it turns out they're my D jane? notes i put my other <laughs> notes somewhere right. else
0: her, her name is jane. jane
3: jane so close uh so he's trying to convince jane not to, not to yes. shoot him and i mean not for selfish reasons he says i've noticed things since i've been with you and one of the things he says is stoplights I'm yes, wondering yes. Is if after he left, after he met her, I wonder if his driving got better.
2: Oh, my God. I don't, even, but I don't yes, think it that makes did sense because
3: I wouldn't put it past this movie oh if it got God. better after he met her.
1: And I caught that line for the first time this viewing, I had to actually pause because I was laughing so hard, <laughs> and the kid looked at me because he didn't understand, and I'm like, dude, he's been driving like crap the whole movie, and he just said that he's known to stoplights, <laughs> like, that is such a good joke because it took the whole movie to get to that point, and then he <laughs> caught it and started laughing, but... I could I could get on board with that. I, I like these theories on uh, the Naked Gun trilogy. Very good. All right, so uh, elevator pitch, I suppose.
0: Uh, I'll do it.
3: Uh, can we give that just a second? I need to see if I can find my notes. That
0: was a good
2: transition. I like that. <laughs> I love <laughs> it.
3: Wouldn't you know, I right where I left them.
2: <laughs> Good. Good. Good.
3: I made two or three concerted efforts to try to get these notes into this room prior to recording. Apparently I failed two or three times to get these notes in this room.
0: But you got there in the end. I did. It's the, it's the journey that counts, not the destination. Well, the destination does count.
3: I, I knew they'd get in here eventually. I didn't stop believing.
0: Don't stop. <laughs> man it just keep setting them up it's it's
1: gonna, it's gonna be a musical it episode if ken keeps setting them up like that yeah <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right does anyone uh, want to take a stab at the elevator pitch
3: uh you may if you have I'll, something I'll,
0: i i got a quick one <laughs>
3: okay good that's more than i have
0: <clears throat> What do you have for us, gentlemen? Today? In this briefcase, I have three thousand dick and fart jokes, pratfalls, uh, and water gags. Uh, Let's put them into a movie. So was,
1: <laughs> I'm assuming you spent the weekend at Chevy Chase's house.
0: No, it was Leslie Nielsen's house.
3: Oh, that serious actor guy.
0: That took a turn. Yeah. Did you know he had a short run series on ABC that was. Hilarious.
2: Wait a second, wait. Weren't weren't we
0: ABC? Mm, oh, mm. You, hmm. Wait. <laughs> you, who am I pitching to? I have no idea. What's going on?
3: Uh, probably the studio who made Warner it. Warner
0: Brothers? you to did, para, did, per, Paramount. I don't know who made the movie. Anyway, so if I take all these dick and fart jokes and water gags and pratfalls, put Leslie Nielsen in them, and... Have it be a cop movie? How
3: funny would that be? <laughs> it's, it's, it's been a
0: while. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's pretty funny. He's pretty funny in Airplane. I yeah. give you that much. Yeah, yeah. I feel like <laughs> I need more cocaine right now. Anyway,
3: maybe if we get oh, um, some oh, more
2: people, like who, who else? Some can
0: put more in famous here? people. More famous people.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need more.
0: Okay.
1: We we need an athlete. We need an athlete that's also friendly. O.J. Simpson, trust.
0: Um,
2: Yes, O.J. Yes. Simpson. Yes. O.J.
1: Simpson. That's,
0: that's phenomenal. <laughs> he's perfect with everything. He's such a he's such a great actor and a wonderful man. But let's not just leave it at one. Let's have two athletes.
3: I don't know the name of the I other guy's
0: name too. If I'm being honest, he's a baseball guy with the mustache. The baseball guy. Uh, did I write him down? I didn't I don't
2: think write so. it down.
0: But a baseball guy to balance out a football guy, am I right? Reggie Jackson? (laughs) Yeah! Is that who? I think so. Yep.
3: Okay. That sounds like a name I should know.
0: He played baseball. Do you know Daryl Strawberry, Ken? Yeah! Do you know...
3: He did that in the Simpsons
0: episode. Bo Jackson? Bo knows. Do you know Harry Connick Jr.?
3: The singer guy?
0: Let's move on. He was an actor, wasn't he? Uh, sure. Why not? I was thinking of someone else that was a junior in baseball, but I couldn't get there. Ken Griffey. Yeah, there you go. See, that's what I was thinking of, but I couldn't get there. So I said the other junior that was crowding my headspace. So let's transition from that to goofy moments that we all enjoy in the movie
2: Naked oh Gun. God.
3: Okay, so my favorite scene. I get to go. <laughs> wow,
2: okay. Whatever. <laughs>
3: <laughs> My favorite scene. It just keeps happening. He goes, shows up at the uh, at the crime scene, and he's walking up, and they're talking, and you hear in the background somebody yelling through a microphone. Back away. There's nothing to see here. And they walk through past the guy with the megaphone yelling at two people standing directly in front of him. And there's no other interest in trying to get through that. <laughs> and they continue walking through. And then the next part, which is in the trailer, is the floating uh, the floating body.
1: Yes, Shock line. The chocolate line. line.
3: Tape. It's so good. And then he's like, let's go. Right after that, he's like, let's go talk to this guy, see if he can get some information. And they do That's the whole money exchange. The money
2: exchange. The, money exchange. Oh my the God. money exchange.
3: is just so good.
0: And Drebin ended up on top with that exchange, too. 20 bucks up. Yes, he did. He yes, did. He did.
3: So I mean, that, however long of the movie, made the entire thing worth it for me. Even though the whole thing was so good, but that it just kept on going and being getting even more and more funny.
1: I, I love the follow up to that, where later on Frank tries his best to disperse the scene, saying there's nothing to see here as fucking fireworks or shit. <laughs> <up. laughs> Indeed, people screaming and falling out of a building like just holy shit. Oh, now so for cool. talk.
3: Yeah, we're we're doing. I mean, I don't want to jump the gun a little bit before that, but. Uh, before that, where he's like, oh, I'll run into a missile, and then uh, and he runs into fireworks. Like I wasn't getting too much into that portion, gotcha. but he hits thought, the fireworks, and things start going yeah. blowing up, and then the comedy happens, where he's like, oh, there's nothing to see here, and that part Brought me back in the movie. It was so funny.
1: Sorry, I thought you were trying to set up a slow burning joke of
3: that. Uh, well, no, that was that was another slow burning joke. That was great. I love those slow burning jokes in this movie.
2: I completely forgot that Weird Al was in this movie because, like, I was looking, yeah, really? I was looking yeah. at at the IMDb blur like blurb for for this earlier this week when I was just kind of bored. I saw and I'm like, okay, okay Weird Al is gonna be in this, and I completely forgot, and they drop him like it's not even five minutes in. Yeah. And that like that whole there's just there's so many good jokes because like the way that they set up that the scene with Weird Al is that it's not Weird Al that they're all talking about but if you don't know if if you don't know the the way that this the series this series works is that Debron never gets any kind of acknowledgement for anything that he does. Unless, unless
1: it's, it's negative. negative. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Like tackling the queen and being Play it, paste it on the front of every newspaper.
1: If that's what passes for news nowadays,
3: <laughs> I <laughs> mean that—that's really good news. That, that is news.
1: Outside of the car gigs, which are as a culmination, my favorite part of this movie—just watching him barrel into trash cans, knock into van. He doesn't even need to be in the car. The scene where the. Yup. The, the, the damn scene where the airbag inflates and it just rolls past him and he starts shooting at it. That is the best. Oh God, that was so good. Did anybody catch the plate? <laughs> just like... <laughs> well, but besides, besides the car jokes, which are hands down my favorite, it took me three viewings to notice this, but when my wife and I watched this maybe about a year ago or so. She was rolling with laughter just as hard as I was. It's in the police station when they're going in to meet... I, I didn't catch his name. The guy who makes basically the prototype stuff Oh, are you talking about the? Are you talking talking about the scene transition? Oh my God, where they? where the two of them walk through the door and Frank just walks around the (laughs) side?
2: (laughs) Because it's just. Katie Katie didn't catch it, so I we had to go back and watch it because, like, I (laughs) I knew about that because I read it, and that that joke was ruined. But I wanted to see it like in the movie, so I was super excited for it, and like I saw the scene, I looked over at Katie, and she was looking at her phone. I'm like, you missed it, and she's like, I missed what? I'm like, you missed what? Best jokes in this movie. We had to, I, and she didn't catch it. Like we had to go back and watch it twice because she didn't catch it the first time.
1: Yup, it's one of those things that you have to be paying attention for. And when you catch it, it is just nothing surpasses that. That's so freaking good. It's just no so nonchalant, and it's so fluid. It takes you a couple viewings to actually catch that something's
3: off. And I will say that that's probably one of the, my favorite parts of this movie. I watched it twice in basically two weeks, once once a week. And uh, both times I'm catching things that I didn't see the first time around. And it's just, I swear there's still more stuff there that I need to de- unpack about this movie. Oh, for and, sure. Uh, so I, this is definitely a movie you can come back to over and over again. And until you have every line memorized, will you actually get every single joke?
1: Yeah. And... I mean, the perfect example of that for me is is the uh, ledge scene. That entire, like, two to three minutes of him on the ledge and then in the lady's apartment. There's so much going on and so many good sight jokes and so many visual gags happening all at once. Like, each viewing that I have, I pick up something that I didn't see the last time, but it's still just as funny, and I still come back to it knowing what to expect, but still laughing my ass off.
3: Yeah, and it's one of those things about throwing all those uh, little details at you is you're not going to remember all of them, so when you go back and watch it, it's going to be like, oh, that's that's right, that happens, it's hilarious. So even if you do remember it, you just are remembering at the time, and that still like seeing something new.
0: Yep, yep. And the payoff from the ledge is that when he gets... Inevitably caught for trying to escape because the whole office is burning down behind him. He gets, what was it the mayor's office or something? And she's listing off all the criminal things that he did basically that night. And it, <laughs> the he, last one, like hidden within that list is assault with a stone, uh, like a cut. Con- A concrete Concrete dildo. Concrete dildo. (laughs) Dildo. (laughs) And, you know, it's like what you said. There's little payoffs for things that happen if you pay attention. Dan, I was really curious to get your take on
1: boiling a roast. How how did you feel about that culinary expertise?
0: (sighs) Do you like it hot? Do you like it wet, wet, Dan?
2: It was such a waste of a good roast.
3: (laughs) Oh, it God. made me uncomfortable as well, but also I could laugh at it because I know they're making a goof.
0: But what if it was seasoned?
3: It's just, it could have been seasoned. It you lifts know, it right out of the pan and it's, it's just dripping Yo. and it's like pale. <gasps> <sighs> oh, man. Probably the most unappetizing meat I've seen in a while. <laughs> <laughs> and,
1: and speaking of food, I caught something this viewing that I've never seen before and I don't know why. Maybe it's just a bigger TV, I don't know, but the cheese oh, on top of his
2: fridge yeah i never caught it that moves. before what? he takes a big wedge of cheese out yeah, and oh, puts yeah. it on the top of his fridge it starts moving and it's what? very brief
1: it's very brief so it's a scene where he gets home and he he takes a swig of the he milk, goes and to the milk. Or, yeah. yeah he sniffs the milk goes to sniff yeah he sniffs it and it's spoiled so he dumps it out and then she comes over and they're talking about dinner plans and she opens the fridge but yeah, like after the whole conversation's complete, as it's about to transition to the next scene, there's just a block of cheese on top of the fridge, and you can see something's off because it's kind of like breathing a little it bit. And sh- then it shifts just a little and bit then, to the right. Yeah. It just slightly moves, like maybe a maybe couple... Maybe an inch. Of it, like maybe not like even. Like half an inch. A half an inch. Not even. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so slight. Nice. <laughs> it's ridiculous. The
3: yeah, for detail right there.
1: Yup. Yup. I, I don't know. It... It's it's hard to pin down favorites with a movie like this, especially with Leslie Nielsen. Just, I mean, he just crushes every single line thrown at him because this is obviously his expertise. But <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I, I had a good hearty chuckle from the uh, fight, the mini fight that he had with her towards the end of the film. I mean, you know, he always storming out and says he faked every orgasm. That that had me in stitches pretty bad. That was very subverting funny. expectations. Uh, yep. Exactly, exactly. I
3: mean, another fun. Very funny. It had me uh, laughing quite heartily. Uh, moment was when they not mentioned the name of the hospital. Our yes. movie of Worthless Miracles. <laughs> yes.
1: Oh, yep, 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 yep. I caught that one for the first time this viewing as well.
3: And Joe, did you notice end of the end of the movie? What kind of gun she had? He had. And they had. <laughs> It's oh, yeah. in
0: my nose, it's gonna see. I celebrate every Uzi in every 80s movie. <laughs> of course, of course.
1: The only other one that I made a special note for, because I I was doubled over in laughter from that one too, is just so casually when the commissioner is going over the charges from last year, or whatever it was, uh, with the Shakespeare in the Park. That had me Dying from laughter, I had to pause the movie because I didn't want to miss anything after that.
0: <laughs> he stopped a stabbing yeah. in the park. Two guys in togas stabbing. I see five guys Got in togas stabbing. I am going to shoot the bastards.
2: <laughs> Just... The only other jokes I had were, oh my god, uh, and and Jane coming out of the movie theater laughing. And the movie was Platoon. Yeah.
1: Yes, yes, I laughed. The kid didn't understand, but I laughed my ass well, off. Well, I guess you gotta show him
2: Platoon now. <laughs> yep, that's nice. <nasty.
3: laughs> oh, these are all the good well, you then guys I have down, huh? um,
2: it's, it's hard. They, I mean, there's. there's I was. So many. I was cherry picking right? at this point. But the last one I had yeah, was when it, he's in Ludwig's. Is it Ludwig? Yeah, Ludwig's office, looking for yep. stuff, and he goes through all the drawers, and the last drawer that he opens, and he yells bingo, and pulls out a bingo card, like. I was had dying, absolutely dying. Katie looked at me. I, I was getting like the looks over from Katie, just like, "Am I? Am I? Am I going to be marrying a moron?" <laughs> like, <"Huck>, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she had a couple of good chuckles, but I don't, I don't think she enjoyed the movie as much as I did.
0: Now you see, Dan, the way she reacted to that gag, where it's just kind of like eye roll. That's how I treated gags like that when I was a kid. I'd be like, "Ugh." Yes, I guess. Yeah. Now I see it, I'm just yeah. like, because <laughs> <laughs> it's yep. just dumb it's and silly. That's and... all it is. Absolutely.
1: Don't take the it The whole thing is just summed up, up as silly. Yeah, uh, it's
3: just a whole bunch of silly things.
1: How about the driver's ed sequence? Yes. Uh, how about that? That was.
3: Oh, I love that.
1: I love the truck driver. I, I love, you know, he's pissed off. She takes the time to actually extend her middle finger and the face he makes is just the greatest face. That payoff for me, I was laughing so hard just because it's it's so shocked. He's got such a
0: shocked face as he goes to move the semi. And the instructor is dead the whole time. The whole time. time Doesn't it? Which yes, he only never adds breaks. to how good it is. <laughs> I thought that the Yo. baseball sequence, the whole game, pretty much the whole sequence of events that happened. Happened in a good, funny pace, and they hit a lot of points that were all very funny through the and whole it was, thing. It was a good speed. The, yeah, it was. it was.
2: Other other movies that have tried to do like comedy like that just they, it doesn't pay off, or it or it drags.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah. That's one thing about this movie is I, I never felt like the movie dragged. It was always moving. It was always doing something entertaining. It was always being engaging which is great
1: i i legitimately felt maybe one brief split second where i was feeling that and that was when the baseball game sequence started but the second that randy newman kicked off and then switched over to the montage of him patting everybody down it, it was done like within a couple of seconds it had corrected its way for me i don't know it's just baseball is not my thing so having it centered around that for me it made it chug but it didn't chug at all really like dan said it it really only stopped for like a second or so before it kicked right back into full swing.
0: I really like the fact that he just is so into calling strike for everything <laughs> <laughs> that it just goes overboard and just makes everyone angry all the way to the point where they're like, oh no, this is this is it. We have to keep the game from continuing. So then he calls balls everywhere till he starts yep. an all-out fight, even between the umpires. And the players and everybody.
1: <laughs> and then he whips his gun out and everybody.
0: Okay, not... <laughs> okay, sorry. Oh Jesus!
1: Right.
3: At that point, it was almost because of his negligence that the queen almost died. Yeah. Had they, uh, had they just continued on like normal, they would have seen that guy coming from a mile away, or however far the right field is away. Sure. Well,
0: let's say a mile.
3: Why not? It's about a mile. And he does... That's why home runs are so rare.
1: (laughs) But that's how the Nega Gun universe works. You have a robotic Reggie Jackson walking towards the queen of fucking England in a sold-out stadium like a robot holding a gun and nobody notices.
3: And when they do notice, nobody does shit.
0: Exactly.
3: Except for Enrico Palazzo.
0: (laughs) Are there any parts of this movie that you guys can point out as being negatives i got two oh
2: in in it on us dan in in ludwig's office when <laughs> when debrin first meets him ludwig says that the fish in his tank are japanese fighting fish
3: well, that's clearly a zebra turkey Correct. fish. It yeah, is
2: yeah, a no, no. zebra turkey fish. The, the animal crossing <laughs> is I was trying gonna say anything. Animal Crossing has yep, yep.
0: gotten
1: us all there. The kid the kid called that out right away. He's like, Oh, there's a zebra turkey fish. And then the second he said that he was super upset. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and then at the very end, OJ Simpson's dummy getting launched, you could see the propellant yeah, that, that was, they used. actually I I
3: oh come I on. enjoyed seeing the propellant. Oh come it on, just added you that much ridiculousness to it. Yeah, if I am going to call out that, then I am going to call out why the hell did a civilian's car have uh, kneecappers on it? Yeah, yeah. Or uh, here is another thing that kind of bothered me: like, why is there in the meatpacking plant? Why is there toxic waste?
2: <laughs> well, they were they were dugout dogs. <laughs> yes. So you are you are you are using hot dogs.
3: Even at that point, they're setting up baseball dugout dogs. Baseball.
0: Yeah. I also like the fact that it's it's a callback to other movies and other movies. Make a callback to that, the whole, like, hand sinking into, as you said, a vat of toxic waste. waste, toxic waste. And then a few years later, you know, you get a Terminator going into molten lava hand, but that gives a thumbs and, up. Uh, the Joker. The, the Joker. Joker There's, There's so yeah. much that kind of revolves around that silly falling into a vat of acid.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, another steal from this movie was uh, Austin Powers stealing the whole peeing scene, yeah. where he stops peeing after a ridiculous amount of time and starts yeah, again.
1: Yeah, yeah, you can see some DNA carrying over to the movies from this, for sure.
3: When that when that uh, scene started, I was like, why did they give him a lapel? There's a whole bunch of microphones. And then that happened, like, oh, payoff. So, so where does the line get blurred
1: here, Dan? I, I have to know. You didn't like O.J. Simpson's propellant being shown as he flew off of his wheelchair, but... Literally five to ten minutes prior to that, you've got Ludwig going up the stands with clearly a blow-up doll version,
2: of which is him hilarious. Swinging her,
1: swinging her from side to side. It was, it was something that
2: I I picked out of the movie, I'm like that, it it just I saw it, and it was like this. No, the other stuff, like it just like that's that's just. The the blow up dolls is part of the movie.
3: Yeah, sometimes something just doesn't strike a chord for you, and there's there's not really a reason to have that. It's That's just
2: fair. That's I, fair.
3: I can understand that sometimes just it doesn't something doesn't work for you. I thought it was hilarious seeing the propellant.
2: I mean, the fact that there's only there's literally only two two notes that I had of things that I didn't like. Yeah, Dan. Yeah, uh, it's not so uh, bad. No
0: essays it's this time about. around, huh?
3: Yeah. And I'll just say it again. What I didn't care for was when he, uh, when they are nearing the end of that chase sequence, and uh, he keeps on running into explosive things, and, and there's just like he, he just gets soot on him. Basically, it's like that. I know there's no stakes in a movie like this, but it really, really uh, sets it in that it's kind of going into cartoon car- car- territory right there. But then again. I can appreciate it because it does give the uh, fireworks payoff which I really did enjoy that.
2: That happens sometimes. It just kind of takes you out of things. I think it might it might have been that specific scene and I I agree it did take me out and I th- I think it was the movie follows that a lot of rule of 3. There's a lot of jokes that the third part of the joke is the payoff. And I think the, the exploding or the ex- multiple explosions leading to the fireworks probably could have been done
3: in one to two. But that's not how improv works. Of course, usually have uh, improv people always like, yeah, we'll threes, but I usually the ones I know, know of are always just beating the same joke into the ground, which is also a problem, but not necessarily in this movie. How many different things happened to OJ when he was dying? Or um, trying so to die. He was
2: trying to oh, die, God. he got his like arm 20? covered in paint. <laughs> stove yep. hand in a window. Burnt yeah, hand hand in the window. The stove bear trap the, the bear trap.
3: Cake I have
0: written down. Yep,
2: cake. Like there's a uh, bunch of there's a bunch of stuff. I guess drop. Counting would
0: count.
3: It's so like, I had to look down to right, and when I looked down to right, I would miss half of the things that was happening to him. So, like, that's not even, like, a rule of three. That's a rule of 18 or whatever. But still, those things were very ha- funny when it happened.
0: Because then it skips from the rule of three to five, and then it skips from five to seven.
3: Yeah. That's how, that's how those things work, right?
0: Yeah, totally. The one thing in this movie that always jumps out to me that doesn't have anything that fits in or any purpose is at the very end we we talked about this scene before where Frank is trying to con- convince the hypnotized Jane from shooting him and the moment that he gets up there and she encounters him his umpire cushion deflates goes from being full big puffed out to being shriveled up and The first time that I saw this, it jumped out at me as a kid, and it confused me, because I was like, well, why did that happen? And as an adult, I'm like, oh, there might have been an extra joke somewhere in there that got cut that
2: caused that, because it doesn't make sense.
3: Yet again, again, another thing I I
2: completely missed. I didn't make a note of it, but Um, I remember thinking, why is is his, I don't know what the the piece of equipment is called. Umpire cushion. Cushion chest thing. Yeah.
0: It's big and puffy and poofy, and then it's all tight and shriveled up. That's yeah, kind of funny. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah, I'd like to know like what it sounds like something what was cut. on
3: the cutting floor then. Cool. Maybe she shot him, and instead of killing him, it, it deflated, just deflated it.
0: <laughs> See,
2: now that would be good.
3: It might send the wrong signal.
2: No, OJ Simpson took all the bullets for this one.
3: I don't necessarily care for the very intro.
2: The cop car?
3: Where no dream
1: sequence. it's not a
3: dream sequence because he lands on an airplane as he's coming back from his vacation from Beirut.
1: You're right. Oh shit! Yeah, that wasn't. This really
3: happened. A cop went to Beirut and somehow found himself while on vacation in the headquarters of a terrorist organization, Uh or not terrorist organization. All the uh, world. Leaders from the Middle East, apparently. Well, and you know, uh,
0: one of them was from Cuba. Which just seemed
3: a little out of place, apart from the fact that it tried to put out that American big dick energy.
0: Yeah, yeah. but he wipes off Gorbachev's birthmark. Yes, he knew he he do all that. along it was fake. And the Ayatollah has a, a head mohawk.
3: I feel like that was <laughs> a thing of its time for sure. Because it that,
0: really. There's
3: so many so many things to do with what was going on in the world at that time
0: and yeah none of that matters anymore some of them are gone now yes sir i don't know if the ayatollah is the same one but they're still an ayatollah but uh libya's guys is done and gone and yes sir. yeah and there was yeah so there's at least two from that group that are gone and one that was made up i think because he gets killed later
2: well they all get killed by an, off, oh, an off-duty they cop. They get
0: they get beat He beat up just beats him
3: up and then runs away.
0: Yeah, he just tells him not to come to America, or I'll come here and beat you up again.
3: Yeah. It just seemed like a little bit of an out-of-place thing. It does set up being able to put in uh, Weird Al on the airplane, but you don't necessarily need that introduction sequence.
0: I think it it just displays that nothing matters and Everything can be something.
3: It definitely sets up, this is a funny, this is going to be a ridiculous movie. Hold on to your seats,
0: I guess. Hold on to your
3: butts. Or maybe Leslie Nielsen really wanted to beat up some terrorist and he had it written in his contract or something.
0: (laughs) I like that idea. So if we reboot The Naked Gun like it has been discussed out there in the ether yeah i
2: don't
1: know do we want to talk about hypothetical or the actual reboot plan i want to hear the actual
0: reboot plan because i didn't look it up exactly
1: so it's an interesting one it's not trying to disrespect the source material basically the plan would be to have frank drebin's son come in to take over because his dad was sent somewhere and killed in action in some other foreign country So Frank dies off screen and it was rumored that they were looking into potentially people like Bill Hader and things like that for his son. But the whole point is, is it's actually still written and directed by Zucker or the Zuckers, I guess. So, yeah, I don't I don't know. So it's still the same essential team, I guess, making a rebooted version of it as a continuation with all the same style of jokes and everything involved, just missing the key component of Leslie Nielsen.
0: It's always hard to pass off such an iconic role to someone else. Right
2: now, there's just... I can't think of another comedian Mm. who is of the same caliber. No, I can't either.
3: Now, he wasn't a comedian for this, was he? Or did he do airplane before this? I mean, he started off as a... Soap opera actor, like a, a serious actor, I think it was.
0: So did Deadpool.
3: And so I well, that was after after he did all these. That's, Airplane that's was de- in It was made in
2: 1980. It was released in 1980.
3: Okay, so Airplane was first. So he, he's been in that comedic role for eight years then. But prior to all this, he was just a serious actor. So
0: so he had it established
3: so at that at this point he had it established. But he didn't start off as a comedic actor. They brought him in. And he that's when he tried playing it straight, at least through airplane, I believe it was. And that's where you get this type of uh, acting that he does like saying the lines, but trying to be serious about it, which makes it probably that much more fun. You don't necessarily need a comedic actor for it. You need good writing and someone who's willing to go with the joke. I think you kind of need a serious person with uh, goofs happening around him.
0: And I think if it's the same like you said the zucker brothers are doing it again and they have the same style that they've been known for that's different enough from what uh there was in the early 2000s with uh i believe the wayan brothers did a bunch of silly versions of serious movies and stuff like that or they started it and other people kept it going that this would be a, a different enough because of that serious approach to very silly situations and i think it could work it's just are you gonna get the original people that fell in love with naked gun originally i don't know
2: i yeah, mean you'll
3: probably cool. pull in some of have we seen some a lot them.
2: of slapstick comedy movies as of late there was
3: uh lady ghostbusters
2: that didn't And that didn't do well. It's because it's not supposed to be. <laughs> you got a point. I'm thinking
0: slapstick comedy has kind of gone back to TV. They've been in series, probably, but not so much movies. I think the last movie the Zucker Brothers worked on that I remember seeing was basketball and that's like late nineties. They probably have done something else. I just don't
2: recall. Yeah, I honestly don't know. Top um, secret. The, the secret? Top secret. T O P Oh Top Oh Top Secret was the last that movie that, hysterical that's in the 80s. that though. came out in twenty eleven.
0: Twenty eleven? No. <laughs>
2: top secret or Top T O P. So Top exclamation point secret? Top secret with an exclamation point. That's an is 80s that movie, Dan. Well, this article says that it came out yeah. in 2011. <laughs> what the hell? That is not oh, true. That's, that's not very
0: wrong. Maybe
1: there was another that's one. Right. Maybe it was rebooted. Okay, let's, let's, look let's, at the let's, let's not reboot Top Secret. That movie's hysterical. It is. It's very funny. Okay.
2: An American Carol was the last Zucker movie. It did not have both the Zucker brothers. Okay. Yeah, and
1: that's that's kind of what I saw for the Naked Gun reboot, is that David Zucker seems to be attached. And I take back what I said. I don't know where I read it was um, Bill Hader. It's actually Ed Helms back in 2013 is who they were talking
0: about. See, now I could see Ed Helms pulling off that style of acting in that role. I just don't know if people who loved Leslie Nielsen would be willing to give him the shot.
2: I I would. I right, would because I part. I've
0: seen him before. He's very funny, and I I know he would do a good job.
1: Well, it's the same thing with Vacation. They were having or they are asking tons of people to just not care that it wasn't Chevy Chase in a Vacation movie, just because we're talking about it, at Helms.
0: <laughs> oh, he was in that.
1: Yeah, he was. Uh, he was Russ. Huh. He was a grown-up Russ, and Chevy Chase was only in the movie for I think a brief cameo for like a minute or two but basically he goes to take his family on a vacation hmm
0: okay well they didn't really do many of those anymore
2: <laughs> yeah uh, that, that movie happened <laughs> I didn't see it and I'm saw it kind of sounding like it should should be a good thing that I didn't I, I don't
1: know I didn't see it either I've I've only heard people who I grew up with including family who loved the original vacation movie say it was
2: yeah
0: okay
1: and I only really saw the trailer that's really about it
0: well I would think if the reboot had the same flavor, same irrelevance to reality, and an actor who could act very similar to the way Leslie Nielsen acts, and of course, no O.J. Simpson, because that's probably one of the things that just makes you cringe through the movies, because we all know what he ends up doing.
1: Oh, so you you would suggest bringing back O.J. Simpson? No. I mean, if the glove
2: fits. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah. But it doesn't
3: fit. Yeah. It, it clearly doesn't fit.
1: Because from the sounds of it, at least from back in the day, it sounded like they were talking about um, bringing back Priscilla Presley and having her essentially being kidnapped or something like that, and now the Helms has to go save the day. But I I don't know. We, we could bring back OJ. I'd,
2: I'd rather didn't. It. Yeah. I, I we... thought you were all... I thought you were Team no. OJ, Dan. No, no, no. No, 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 no.
0: Let's just say we have to pick from football players. What recently retired football player would be good to shove into a movie like Naked Gun? Joe Montana. Recently. Recently.
2: Let's see what the internet has to say. F- Finkel? Recently retired NFL players. Re- Reggie Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Reggie White. There
0: we
3: go. Aww. Recently. Also, I think he's done.
0: Eli <laughs> Manning? Oh, he is very recently retired. Uh, and I'm sure a lot of he, people in New York would love might to see be him fun. get beat up. Ver- Colin Kaepernick. Davis. Sorry, I have to take a moment and uh, tip my hat to Andy for suggesting Kaepernick. <laughs> I mean, just because of all the controversy around him, There, there are people out there that, I mean, like, a, like you said, Eli Manning, maybe, but I'm, I'm sure we could find somebody. And, If you, at home, could think of somebody who's recently retired or has free time to be in a theoretical reboot of The Naked Gun and you think they would fit well in the position that is now forcefully vacated... Plug the email! Plug the email! Plug the email! You could send it to us either on Facebook, Twitter, or to our email... The Rewinders Podcast at gmail.com. Is that good?
3: we to bring it back, Joe.
0: And that was The Naked Gun, files from the police squad. Rewound and rebooted. If you could like, comment, and subscribe, that helps our YouTube algorithm. And before I go any further, we have to answer one single question, everybody. Does The Naked Gun still hold up?
2: Yes. Yes. Yes.
0: I believe it does. Apart from
3: the intro, yes.
0: Yes, wonderfully it does. Yeah, I think you're right, Ken. That intro is is fairly dated. Weird Al is still around, is still popular, so that's not. And he totally
2: he would totally come back for one.
0: I could imagine. So we have decided it still holds up. Yay. If you could share this episode or other episodes with your friends, your enemies, your lovers. Your neighbors, your congressmen, For your, woodland your animals, president, your local police officers, your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, mm. cra- crab people who might not know better. You got an in with some mole people? Maybe they also like 80s and 90s movies. It could help oh us God. gain some traction once again. Who knows? But you can come back in two weeks when we rewind and reboot. Again!
3: Let's take it over.
0: Only if it's hostily. Is hostily even a word? It, it is not. now. Add a few more ILYs on there, and I think we're, we're good. <laughs> Hostilily?
2: Yeah. Ah, there we go.